Disclaimer, we know nothing really about Formula One. Sometimes we make wild accusations and wild ideas based on only what we think might be true. I like to be very clear in the fact that we are not experts and we have no idea what we're talking about. Welcome to F1 Purple Rain with me, Dom. And me, Ryan. This is the Travel F1 Diary. Ryan's Diary. Let's call it Ryan's Diary. And that's how much we prepare is that we didn't even come up with a name for it yet. That was absolutely my fault of, a, of, a ep, of an episode title. Welcome to the F1 Purple Rain. Travel diary, Ryan's Ryan's travels, Ryan's travels diary thing. <laughs> yes, so this is just going to be a small, slightly smaller, shorter, shorter, not not smaller, shorter podcast, just about uh, the travels that I took to get to Singapore and the Japanese Grand Prix. So, how did you... you know that uh, I? What? Oh, oh, sorry. I'm just clearly jumping in when I should. What were you going to say? Uh, just how did you get there? No, it's fine. Go ahead. What were you going to say? How did you get there? That was what I was going to say. Well, if you didn't interrupt me, if you didn't interrupt me, I would have told you. But no, fucking no. So, uh, I uh, live in Northern Ireland, and there is no direct flight or any flight from Northern Ireland to that side of the world because we are absolutely shite. <laughs> so I had to take a bus from Belfast down to Dublin International Airport. That took about like, two hours. And then uh, we got a flight from Dublin to Doha in Qatar. We then had an eight-hour overlay in uh, Doha. And then we made the journey from Doha <coughs> to Singapore. Uh, yeah, so it was two, it was a seven and a half and eight and a half hour flight with a eight hour overlay. So it was 23 hours roughly of traveling, uh, to get to the other side of the world. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't great. So we literally, we bought, um, when we were like, fuck, right, we're here for eight hours. Shall we just? I take it into the business class or, you know, just rest up and say, like, sitting around the floor in the airport. So, yeah, £100. And that got us into the business lounge and we had some food. We had, like, we had food, drinks, and then slept for a while, got up, had a shower, had breakfast and all. And it was, it was, it was definitely worth definitely worth doing if you're in there for that long. And then we were ready for our next flight out. And the second plane was a bit more comfier, a bit more spacious. Um, oh, We flew on Qatar Airlines. And then, yeah, then we landed in Singapore um, on the Friday night. Um, we stayed in hostels for the majority of our travels. Um, we stayed in a different hostel than what we did last year. So we were in a place called Boat Key. 
Uh, it's literally like right, oh, there's like a, it's right in the river. Uh, it's loads of bars and, and like restaurants and stuff located around there. And it's literally a five minute walk from the track. So that was much better. Um, same with last year, we stayed in Chinatown, which is a wee bit longer out. We had to take the metro and stuff. Uh, but this year we just walked everywhere because obviously we knew where we were going. So it was, um, yeah, it was a much, it was a much more pleasant experience this year. Um, we get incredibly drunk for three days in Singapore. <laughs> um, wasn't supposed to be that bad, <laughs> but yeah, um, we kept meeting people. Uh, we kept meeting people from Northern Ireland or and Ireland, and um, it just ends up getting messy every time. <laughs> Do you think you'll stay in the same hotel uh, hostel again? Um, uh, for location wise, yeah, and actually it wasn't too bad to be fair like it was just little sleep pods we slide door was locked from the inside so yeah it was, it was dead all like so it, was, so it wasn't too bad um yeah it was like location wise not was good stuff like so definitely for the grand prix it would be and uh probably wondered that i got again so and it would be but the one we stayed in um before like the last year before was a bit more social um had like a calm room and all where everyone down and like chatting and stuff like but you know you still meet people out about anyway so did you have a go in the F1 experience in the village, whatever they call it? Uh, we went out to a McLaren like um setup, um about ten minute walk from the track, and then uh, we tried the Singapore Grand Prix on the sim racing. Um. Uh, so that's uh, that, that's just so I play F one twenty three with a controller, <laughs> and uh, let's just say with a steering wheel it is so fucking hard. <laughs> well, it's feel, isn't it? it? Is you get feedback. So difficult. Yeah, you get feedback in the steering wheel. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was much harder than I thought it would be. Um, obviously I obviously I don't drive or nothing, and um, yeah, it was, yeah, uh. I felt quite embarrassed for how shit I was. Um, oh, so yeah, I, I, uh, I didn't quite, I didn't enjoy it. I got the pedals, the pedals were fine, like braking and uh, accelerating were dead on. Um, I just, I was just the steering was a bit mad. Yeah. It's much more like, yeah, you have to put full lock, like full turn on all to get around the corners, and that yeah. was, I don't know what I was doing. Yeah. That's it was so funny. It was, it was, it was, uh, it was super not fun. <laughs> Super not fun. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you give it like then you give it like one lap to get it done. And I was like, I already get myself orientated with the wheel. But unfortunately we couldn't do that now and then. Uh obviously it was very it was it was just incredibly hot. Um and the humidity gets you like so, but it cools down a wee bit during the night, obviously for the race and all like so it was so it was quite good, like in that way. Um, and then we just pretty smart. Nice. Any other questions about Singapore Dome or? Um, yeah, just uh, like when you get into the airport, is it a long distance to get into the city? How easy is it to get around? Um, um so yeah, you can get like a. Um, so we got a taxi from the airport to um, Singapore itself. It's probably about half an hour 
drive a minute and a half an hour drive. Um, you just downloaded it. You just downloaded an app called Grab, and it um, you just order taxes off that, or you can do an Uber, like do an Uber. But we just um, downloaded Grab. Yeah. Um, and then just ordered a taxi to that, and it was it was it was decent enough, yeah. Um, you know, getting around Singapore is a gift. It's not massive, like so, and everything in in English anyway. Um, so it's pretty much easier to get around everywhere, like so. It's not, it's not actually that difficult. And then obviously the tracks in the center, like right beside the bay. Um, so it's it's really handy to like navigate yourself around. Like it's impossible to get lost. And. Uh... How how expensive is it to drink? Are you drinking inside the venue or are you taking drinks in? Uh, no, we were drinking inside the venue, so it was I think it was like a dollar more expensive with like inflation and shit and all like so I think it was thirty two dollars for two beers. I think I might have worked about eighteen, nineteen quid. Well, for beer. Uh, yeah. but obviously we were buying like we were buying in fours, so we were spending like sixty dollars and then we were meeting people, they had bought us drinks, so we had to buy them drinks. So some rounds were like $90 or something. So um, it was slightly a bit more expensive. Like, But, you know, we were only there for like three or four days. So we just were like, oh, well, it doesn't really matter anyway. So, And uh, and then obviously you went, you went straight to Japan or you had another layover? Uh, no, so uh, before we go, uh, in Singapore, obviously they have, it's a night race, so they have entertainment and stuff during the night. Um, so on the Saturday afternoon, we seen Kings of Leon live before Jesus. qualifying. <laughs> After qualifying, we seen Post Malone. Oh my god! Um, both were amazing, like really, really, really good. Um, and then on the Sunday before the race, there was a Groove Armada DJ set, which was really, really good. Um, really got the crowd going. Everyone was really good atmosphere. Really, really good. Then after the race, we had Robbie Williams. Oh my god. Uh, he was he was absolutely unbelievable. Um, I suggest anyone who wants to probably to get a ticket and go and see him because he, he is absolutely sensational life. Uh, and then yeah, I just went out went to the bar afterwards. Um, and stuff. Now I I got a photo track side again beside the Singapore Grand Prix, like signed, but I have no memory of even being there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't remember the photo getting took. Uh, it shows the absolute state I was in. Funny. Uh, yeah, and then we left on the Monday, so uh, it was cheaper for us to go to. We got uh, a flight from Singapore to Hong Kong. Yeah, and then we were in Hong Kong for a couple of days. Um, yeah, Hong Kong's amazing. It's um, like you think Singapore has loads of, like high rise like buildings and towers and stuff, and then you go to Hong Kong, which has the most skyscrapers in the world. And uh, yeah, it's just phenomenal. Everything's just up. There's very rarely like walk on the street we very rarely walked on the street it was all like sky bridges and all and walkways like all raised walkways and stuff and to connect all the buildings so you don't really know like you're you're in one building one minute and then you walk over a bridge and you're in a different one you just don't know where you know where you are <laughs> uh, but yeah it's uh but yeah we we're only there for a couple of days for like a day for like a full day and a half maybe um yeah but we need to be there longer to see it to see everything but it, yeah it's we did like we we're on one side of the island we're on one side so we get the boat over to the actual Hong Kong island um it's a lot of it in English and all like so it is but we got a few drinks there went up to like um the the peak just behind Hong Kong and had like a whole view of the city and stuff and on it's just it's just, 
just madness. Like it's such a massive place. Well, you think it was massive, and then you go to uh, Tokyo. <laughs> but yeah, we're yeah yeah we're in Hong Kong for like a day and a bit. No, and it was still roasting. It was like thirty odd degrees. Um, and we got a hotel one night. Um, just to relax in. So we spent hundred pound for a hotel, and uh, you know, had us put in off. So it was nice to cool down, relax, and that. Yeah, of um, course. Yeah, we get the metro and stuff about in Hong Kong, which was pretty easy to use. We walked about for a bit. It was a gift. Um, yeah, like, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was dead on. Like, so it was, it was, it was, it was easy enough to navigate. Did you need get? We, um, yeah. Did you need to get visas on arrival, or did you have to get pre-booked visas to go to get into Singapore and Hong Kong? Uh, uh no, you just fill them out when you get there. Really, oh, um, ideal. So it takes like five minutes to fill out, so it's not too bad. Like, yeah, instead on like, uh, yeah, these healthy customers, and you're sitting there for just they just take it, and that's it, really. So it's not too bad. Um, and then we left Hong Kong and flew four and a bit hours up to Tokyo, and Tokyo is ridiculous. It is fucking massive. <laughs> Like I think in like the whole area of the city, it's like thirty-seven million people live there or something. Jesus. Man. Um. So yeah, you would you would need about a week, maybe to try and see as much of Tokyo as possible. We were only there for a couple of days. Um. But yeah, it was really good. Um. Everyone's really welcome. Like they're so nice people. Like so they are like um really respectful and like really really helpful. Like um really really helpful. I can obviously tell that there's like you get the the new they know you like you haven't been there before and they like try and talk you through like how to get around and stuff. Well, that's good. Um yeah, the transport system's class, like really easy, really, really easy to so you think you're going somewhere that doesn't speak English, you know, you're like, Oh, I'm gonna struggle getting around. Um, don't worry about it. Like it's all in Japanese and then it's all in English as well, which we find really surprising. There's a lot of English signs about and stuff and all. And then even if that, even if you go on the Google Maps and just search where you're going, like it tells you like and enter via like <laughs> entrance three, go down, you're on the red line, you're going here, it takes this long as how much it's gonna cost. So That's it's good. um you know, it's really easy like to navigate um like the like metro system. Um so it's really easy to get around, really easy to navigate. Well, we were in Tokyo, we went to the sumo wrestling, there was a sumo tournament. Um we watched that on the Friday, <laughs> the Thursday, Friday, Thursday, Friday. Thir- uh, Thursday, I might have been Thursday, I can't remember what day it was, it was, it was we did, I think. Uh, but yeah, it was actually, it was class, really, really good experience. Like, uh, it's just completely different to anything I've seen before. Uh, we got really, the crowd really ramped up and all, like, towards the end, it was actually pretty, like, exciting to see what was going on. I uh, did that, and then went out for a few drinks around, like, Golden Guy. Uh, did the famous, like, um, crossing that you see in films and stuff. Did that. Uh, it rained like fuck for a bit. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was, it took you, I would, I would, you, you would have to go, I'd have to go back and do other parts of it again. And then we got the bullet train from Tokyo to Nagoya, and I took, it was a, Took about a hundred. It was like hundred and eighty-eight miles away or something, and it took about two hours to get there. Um, yeah, the build train was just flying. Got the Goya. Uh, we just went straight down. So, uh, it's really modern. Like their transport is really modern. 
and then to get to Suzuka Circuit, um, we got the Metro, and then jumped off the Metro to random like nineteen seventy style station, and jumped on a really old train, <laughs> and then you're like in a completely different like era. And it was <laughs> it was weird. And then obviously went down to Suzuka. Suzuka is like not high rise at all. It's just like a wee small town. Um. And then the circuit's just outside of that. Then we had about a 20-minute walk from the train station to um, the circuit itself. And that walk was absolutely fucking roasting. Like, the heat was incredible out up there. Like, you're sweating. You're burning like mad. There was, like, no cover, so you were just cooking. Yeah. And I got to Suzuka, and it was just madness. Like, it's so big. Like, it takes forever to get, like, to walk around places. You think you're, like near somewhere and you've only walked like 10 minutes and you're still on the same fucking street and you're like oh god like the seats are all oh it, it was a yeah it was a completely different experience to what we had from um singapore um if you are doing like circuits make sure that you you can get walk arounds tickets and stuff and all but try and get a seat um to have a good view walk arounds like the areas where you would think you have a good view get packed really quickly and you have to it's can be a bit of a nightmare. Um, whereas Singapore, you can pretty much see the race from no matter where you are, because all the screens and stuff in the commentary. Um, but yeah, Suzuka was massive. Usually, sometimes it rains and Suzuka on the Sunday. Um, so I prepared. I had like two umbrellas and a couple of ponchos and stuff. And all I brought with me in a bag, not to the circuit because by the time we got there, we realized it was like thirty odd degrees and it was just roasting. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was like the hottest time of the year. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was really like I would do Japan again. Like it was, it's so good. And uh, obviously, the guy I went with, he stayed in Japan after um for a week, whereas I had to come back home to go on holiday to go to Spain. So I had to travel from the from Nagoya to Tokyo on my own on the train. That was a gift, and then I had to obviously fly from Tokyo the whole way back to Dublin on my own, which, to be fair, was easy, like pretty easy. Um, it was overnight flight from Tokyo. Great, Dublin. Two and a half hours at Doha. Um, so I upgraded myself to business class so I could like... Sorry? Straight to Dublin from Tokyo. No, 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 no. Um, there is no direct flight from there. So it was from Tokyo to Doha again. So that was ten and a half hours. Yeah. So I upgraded to business class so I could sleep and like relax and stuff and all. Can uh, I all overnight like, stuff. What did the what did the upgrade cost? Uh but five hundred. Okay. But it was worth it for the ten hour flight overnight, you know, so I could actually get some sleep and get myself like kind of like readjusted. Yeah. Um so yeah, I did that and then got the Doha. I only had about a couple hours in Doha um uh, for my next flight. So I just went in and got a shard. Stuff got changed and we bite the eight. And then get myself ready for the flight from Doha to Dublin, which is about seven and a bit hours. That was during the morning time. So, um, yeah, I didn't really sleep, just stayed pretty much awake. And then, and then Dublin, they got the bus back from Dublin to Belfast. And then it was pretty much uh, like a corpse by the time I got home. Did you do business then, class yeah. for, the, for the second flight as well? Or just the no, one? no, I was, I was, no, just the one. It was really expensive um, for the second one. So I just did the one. Yeah. Um, I suggest that if you have a, 
any like flights that are like 10 hours, 11 hours or something, try and get business class, especially if it's overnight. It's um, so much more comfortable and you, you will like feel so much better for it. Yeah, and obviously it was like, a, I'm probably never going to do business classes again again. Like, so, you know, it was just a yeah. nice, nice experience to have. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was really good. Um, so yeah, and then got home like a corpse and then had to like repack my bag and wash my clothes and go ready and go to Spain again. So yeah, it was like, it was really, really good. Um, both tracks were really good in different ways because they're completely different. And obviously one's a street race, one's a circuit. Um, obviously Singapore has much more like stuff going on because obviously they're the first ones to do like big night parties and stuff and all and like live shows. Whereas uh, Suzuka is just it's a circuit, so it's just it's just just people everywhere. Um, but yeah, it was really good. Met loads of people out there and stuff. People from like all over the world talking to them all about like F one and like their experiences and stuff and all. So that was good. Um, a couple of people said Mexico City is phenomenal. Ah, uh, yeah. I said the crowd at Mexico. Yeah, I said the crowds are amazing. and they love having like people over from all over the world. And you. Yeah, that's interesting. And um. Some Aussie guy was saying he was sat in the, you know, just before the last turns, do you know, the stadium bit? Uh, in Mexico, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he says, though, he said it's crazy. And there's like 30,000 people just chanting Checo's name. So this, he said the atmosphere is amazing. It's like a big carnival. Um, so it's really good. And then, um, yeah, so it's heard Austin, part, um, Circle of the Americas is apparently really good. I was talking to some people there, a couple Americans about it. They said it's, like a really, really good race to go to, really good atmosphere and all. So that's also quite good to hear. Uh, but yeah, it's far better. I think it's far better to go places like out of the way than spend loads of money and go to like Silverstone. Yes, Silverstone would be good to go to because it's obviously a home race and it's good atmosphere and all like, but big personally, I'd rather just spend the money and go um out somewhere. Um well, somewhere see, else. See someone new as well, don't you? So Yeah. So you know you get to see a bit of the world and all, don't you? So instead of just going to the UK. Let's go on to races. Out of you, out of um, Tokyo, was it Shanghai you went to? No, it's Hong Kong. Out of Tokyo, Hong, Hong Kong. Kong, and Singapore, which one would you most want to live at? Oof. Uh, and for ease, Singapore for the actual like I'd probably say um, Tokyo. Tokyo's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, Tokyo would be um brilliant to live at. Um, it's just a can be I didn't see loads of it. It's just an amazing city, and the people are really, really nice as well. Yeah. Um, so it would be an absolute experience to. Um. To be at. But it was a really really good trip. Uh, you know, obviously we've done Singapore twice now in Japan. Um, kind of been out in Asia, for two years. So, um. I think we're going to mix it up a wee bit, maybe to Europe. Uh, I know Budapest is on the cards, and then maybe a couple of races, but we'll see. And then potentially, maybe one day, Mexico City. So, you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, definitely. We need to get this one together. That's what we need to do. <laughs> one step at a time. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Well, mate. Yeah. We do. Um, Ryan's yeah, diaries, so pep, like a... travel diaries, F one podcast. Yeah, I'll put up some photos onto the um, Instagram page for people to see. Um, and then they can see what's like 
But yeah, it was an absolutely thrilling experience, and I can't wait to go to my next F1 race. Uh, oops, sorry. Well, guys, there you go. A bit of insight on how it go, go, what it's like to travel to these places. Um, yeah, hopefully, we get to go to a few more and report from them one day, one day with charges and yeah. <laughs> private rooms. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, that has been us again. Uh, yeah. It is the guitar um, race this weekend. So we will be back uh, at some stage this weekend with a podcast for that. We'll be on at the weekend and we'll also give you guys a, well, just after the weekend, and we'll also give you guys some Dom's news. Obviously, you've not had some Dom's news in a while. We'll give you some fresh, heard it here first. Well, that's been me, Dom. And this has been me, Ryan. <laughs> See you guys at Qatar. Ciao. Bye. Thanks everyone for listening. If you'd like to get in touch, please write into the podcast at f1purplerain at gmail.com. Or get in contact with us through our Instagram page at f1purplerain.